From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, South Korea signs a free trade agreement with the Gulf Cooperation Council. Taeyong ENC applies for debt restructuring to resolve its liquidity shortage due to real estate project financing loans. And the main opposition Democratic Party railroads two special investigation bills as the ruling People Power Party sits out in protest. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. South Korea announced that it has signed a free trade agreement with the Gulf Cooperation Council. Seoul managed to secure the deal before other Asian countries. Max Lee has more. South Korea has struck a free trade agreement with the Gulf Cooperation Council, a group of Saudi Arabia and five other Middle Eastern countries. The conclusion of the FTA negotiation comes as Seoul's Trade Minister An Dokun and GCC Secretary General Jassim Mohammed Al Badawi signed a joint declaration of the bilateral FTA in Seoul on Thursday. Under the deal, South Korea will remove tariffs on 89.9% of all items, including liquefied natural gas, liquefied petroleum gas, and other petroleum products. In exchange, the GCC member nations will lift tariffs on 76.4% of all products traded, including tariffs of 4.1% of goods traded. Through the agreement, the industry ministry is eyeing growth in exports of auto parts, vehicles, machinery and weaponry, adding that cheaper energy imports from the Arab nations will enhance the competitiveness of South Korean exporters. Tariffs of 5% on South Korea's exports to the GCC will be phased over a time frame of up to 20 years. South Korea was able to strike the FTA agreement before other major Asian countries, including China and Japan. The GCC consists of the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Bahrain, Kuwait and Oman and is the fifth largest trading partner for South Korea with trade value between the two coming to 102.6 billion US dollars in 2022. Max Lee, KBS World Radio News. Taeyong Engineering and Construction has applied for debt restructuring in a bid to resolve its struggle with a liquidity shortage due to real estate project financing loans. According to the company's main creditor, Korea Development Bank, on Thursday, the application for a workout by the nation's 16th largest builder in construction capacity was received earlier in the day, and the establishment of a creditors' meeting is forthcoming. The troubled builder is grasping with the maturity of a PF loan, which is based on future cash flow from real estate development projects related to an office building project in Seoul's Songsu neighborhood worth 48 billion won. Or around 37 million U.S. dollars, with other debts set to mature in early January, according to the Financial Supervisory Service, Taeyong ENC's debts as of the end of the third quarter were estimated at 1.9 trillion won, with a debt ratio of 478.7 percent. The workout application is feared to have repercussions on local builders with high exposure to real estate PF loans in the wake of prolonged stagnation in the domestic property market. The main opposition Democratic Party railroaded bills aimed at launching two special counsel probes into First Lady Kim Gunhee's alleged stock manipulation, as well as the so-called five billion won club scandal. The DP passed the bills during the plenary session on Thursday, with its parliamentary majority, as the ruling People Power Party boycotted the vote. 
As the opposition seeks to look into bribery charges related to the Daejeongdong land development scandal, while probing allegations regarding the First Lady's involvement in the case of Deutsche Motors' stock price manipulation, the ruling PPP denounced the bills as political ploys ahead of April's general elections. Despite the bills being approved, the PPP is expected to call for President Yoon Suk-yeol's veto. The Supreme Court has upheld a 30-year prison sentence for the businessmen behind a 1.7 trillion won hedge fund scandal involving Lime Asset Management. Handing down its decision against Kim Bong-hyun on Thursday, the top court also confirmed a forfeiture of 76.9 billion won, or 59.6 million U.S. dollars. The management firm was accused of selling and maintaining fraudulent financial products that led to the suspension of fund redemption in 2019, amounting to an estimated 1.7 trillion won. Kim was also found guilty of misappropriating 40 billion won from Star Mobility, a small industrial robot manufacturing company, and other companies. The 49-year-old was arrested in 2020 and released on bail the following year, but fled after cutting off his ankle bracelet in November 2022 before being caught about a month later. President Yoon Suk-yeol named Yonsei University economics professor Sung Tae-yoon as his new presidential chief of staff for policy on Thursday. The academic will succeed Lee kwan who was named as the new presidential chief of staff earlier in the day. As new head of the National Security Office, Yoon tapped first vice foreign minister Chang Ho-jin, a career diplomat who served as the president's first ambassador to Russia. The appointment comes as the previous national security adviser Cho Tae-yong was named the new chief of the country's top intel agency last week. The Russian government has warned of retaliatory measures against South Korea's export curbs against Russia. Moscow's foreign ministry spokesperson, Maria Zakharova, said in a briefing on Wednesday that Seoul's latest decision to add more items to an export ban list at the request of the U.S. is unfriendly, warning that it will harm South Korea's economy and industries. She then added that Russia has the right to respond to the move and that the South Korean people should not be surprised by it. Russia's comments come after South Korea's trade ministry issued an advance notice of revisions to a proclamation on the export and import of strategic materials, seeking to add 682 items to the list of materials subject to catch-all license for export to Russia. The addition would more than double the list to 1,159 items. A video posted by the Israeli embassy in Seoul intended to drum up sympathy has sparked backlash in South Korea. The video depicting a terror attack akin to the Hamas insurgency on October 7th was eventually taken down by the diplomatic mission. Richard Larkin reviews the incident. A video posted by the Israeli embassy in South Korea depicting a terror attack in the host country was quickly taken down after triggering controversy. Posted to its social media on Tuesday, the video created by the diplomatic mission shows a mother and daughter at a school before an emergency alert goes off and the building is hit by airstrikes. The pair are unable to hide before armed assailants kidnap the mother. The video ends with the only trace of the daughter, her gloves on the ground giving way to the words, Imagine if it happened to you, what would you do? The video was intended to rouse sympathy for Israel, whose citizens suffered a guerrilla attack by the Palestinian militant group Hamas on October 7th that was met with an all-out military retaliation from Israel. A day after it was released, however, the South Korean government requested that it be taken down. A foreign ministry official told reporters that while Seoul condemns the attack by Hamas, it takes exception to the incorrect portrayal of South Korea's security readiness and defense capabilities. 
The video closely resembles another production by the Israeli government, with the country's mission in Britain uploading a terror scenario in London that has been viewed over two million times and has not met with a request for removal. Richard Larkin, KBS World Radio News. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index gained 41.78 points, or 1.6% on Thursday, to close the day at 2,655.28. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also jumped, climbing 6.78 points, or 0.79%, to close at 866.57. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 6.21 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,288 won. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.